What is Gucci, Mano Cheese? Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. My name is Darwin Ortiz. Behind the cameras, co-host Aaron Valles. And we got a special guest today, Jorge De La Taper. What's yo, good, bro? Yo, yo. Thank you for coming. Good to Thank be you here. for stopping Thank by. So let's start off by just kind of introducing yourself and what you do, bro. Well, yeah, as you said, I'm Jorge De La Taper, man. Um, I own Supreme Barbering, a local barbershop here in close to Midtown OKC. Uh, you know, just a humble kid from humble beginnings, you know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Paper. So, you said it's in um, Midtown, huh? Close to it, yeah. It's yeah. between Midtown and the uh, Uptown 23rd area yeah. district, right in between. That's a good-ass good location to yeah. have it, man. So, uh, let's just kind of start by what got you into, like, the barbering and, like, you being like, I want to open my own business. Man, really, it was basically be- before this, I was doing, like, mad labor jobs, you know, like, Construction kind of shit. Yeah, well, landscaping. You know, yeah, at that. It was okay, okay. Hard man. One day I was like, you know, I gotta find something to do, something different, and that's just something that has always caught my eye because I had people back home from Chicago where I grew up, you know, and uh, they were all doing that kind of stuff, and I was intrigued by it, so you know, I chased it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So that because I seen your page and shit, and it's like yeah. pretty clean-ass cuts, man. Yeah, so do it, you try Can you explain the, the, the transition of landscaping to barbering? Like, how yeah, did that, that come about? Like, oh, man, really? The process was, of it, like, like, when did you go to barber school and when, like, you know, all that good jazz? And how well, was the, the process of getting your license and getting the opening the business? Okay, well, that was a long process, but, you know. I'll try go for it, man. Answer. But um, really, man, I moved down here from Chicago. You know, I grew up, that's where I grew up, and uh, I was about, 16 17 i think i was going into my senior year in high school i came down here i actually graduated from the old john marshall on the north side and uh i start. that's where i started doing that landscaping stuff i have family here that does that and i got put onto that kind of job and from there you know i kind of instead of going to college i took on to that just to help my family out and you know, i was looking more towards helping my family out more than anything and uh so how I long did you a, do the landscaping oh i did that for a good four to five years maybe Dang. and uh you know i got really good at that too which you know i did well i made pretty good money and stuff but it just wasn't something that i grew up uh like wanting to do you know or something that i wanted to wake up to every day and, right but i mean you know like it was more than paying the bills you know i had a little more and uh send back home help my parents out stuff like that but i i got to a point in my life where you know in my early 20s i was just like I was think I was like 20, 21. I was like, man, I'm tired of this. You know, I have to switch it up, do something different. And uh, like I said, I was always intrigued by barbering. Um, I had a lot of friends that did that young, like cutting at home, you know, bar stool cuts, you know, or bathroom haircuts, you know. Um, so like I said, I love the culture because I was one of those persons that uh, would walk into the barbershop and uh, I wouldn't mind waiting an hour, two, three hours sometimes to get a haircut because I love being around the environment. The atmosphere and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was dope, man. Like, it's oh, yeah. freaking dope. I love it. So, um, I don't know. I guess that was just something that was always in the back of my head. <clears throat> and I grew tired of doing that hard labor job, being under the sun, you know, getting calluses. I, you I know, mad man. respect for those people that do that, bro. Yeah, to be yeah. Honest, you know, my respect to everybody. Especially when you have to do it in summer when it's 100 degrees and you have, like, the long sleeves and, like, that shit crazy. Yeah. It's hard to imagine sometimes, you know, how far some of uh, our people work like that, you know what I mean? But it's like I said, uh, it's part of it, you know. You have to do something to put food on the table. For you know? real. 
Many and then on that, that, you have to do them in winter, too, when it's hella cold, huh? Yeah, like, you got to sure. cut the grass. For sure. You, uh, it's not even just that. You know, wintertime, we did snow removal. Like, we would, Christmas lights. If we had any storms or anything like that, we would go out there, pick up Damn. tree limbs, you know, just work overnight, all that kind of stuff, you know. So we stayed busy, you know, and, and you know, I don't regret doing that stuff because it taught me the value of hard work. So that that got instilled in me. So now that I'm older and I have a little more, I appreciate a lot of stuff that oh, I didn't yeah. have before. You know? And I, I always encourage people to get a get a shitty job. Well, not shitty. Yeah. Get a, a job that's going to like your first job has to be something that's going to fuck you up because it'll teach you the value of hard work and exactly. like appreciating yeah. a job. Because my first job was at Church's Chicken, man. And like they worked the shit out of me, man. I like <laughs> that shit was crazy. But it, it taught me work ethic and it also taught me yeah, the value sure. of, of appreciating, you know. Yeah, job. that's always a good, you know, thing to learn, a good asset to life to have, you know. Um, it gets you through a lot harder times, you know, when you when you learn good life lessons like that, I would say, you know, Makes you make uh, smarter choices when you get older, you know. So. Can you break that? My bad. Can, can yeah. you break down the the transition, like uh, as far as like how were you able to say, okay, I'm not gonna be making this money in the landscaping thing anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna have to be in barber school for ten months. How'd you prepare for that? So I mean, uh, I think I told you the story before too, how I came across barbering. It was actually kind of uh, not by mistake. It was just more of like a. A little hiccup in life you know like i was doing that landscaping stuff and uh uh i forget one day we i, just, I did something messed messed up one of the word trucks or something you know it was something like that happened and i ended up uh getting into it with the with the boss and uh, i was just i had grew tired of it you know mixed emotions and i was like you know what i quit i, I was gone i left um not, I so did. when you quit, you had nothing in mind as far no, as... No, I didn't. You didn't have a plan. So it's like, I'm tired of this shit, I'm out. Yeah, but I was living with family at the time, so I guess, you know, uh, it wasn't so bad. They kind of helped me out, and, you know, they knew the situation a little bit. But anyways, like, so when that happened, uh, I did that uh, with somebody else. I was doing the same thing, because that's all I knew at the time. And I was I, took, I was depressed at home for like two weeks, you know, because the, the boss was helping me pay for my car, my insurance. So once I, like quit all that was gone it's like i don't have a car i got you know i'm living at my family's uh my relative's house and i don't have and no how old were you at the time um at the time i want to say i was going on almost 22 maybe 22 yeah okay i was probably 21 close to 22 yeah. at the time um i did landscaping five months with somebody else and then uh the owner from uh well we grew to be more than just you know, owner, the worker. It, we, we became friends, but we had that mishap. And uh, so it kind of happened how he hit me up and then wanted me to get go back to work with him, stuff like that. And I was, you know what, I'm, I want to do something else. You know, I'm saving up money. I want to shoot for something else, you know, and I don't want to go back to doing the same stuff, depending on somebody else. And he was like, I wish you would have told me this a long time ago. You know, I, I'll help you go to Barber College. So that's kind of like how I went to back work with him for like two months and he helped me pay for barber school. I lived with him for that year that I was in barber school. And after that, he helped me do my thing, you know, and uh, started working at my first shop uh, a few years. Uh, no, I think I worked there like eight months. So maybe. in the process of landscaping and when you transitioned to barber school, that was a year, right? About a year. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, before that, did you like, do any like you were doing cuts or like how did you or you just jumped into barber school Man. and you was like i'm gonna learn as i go or like you did you I'm start a fast it back learner 
I'm fast learning. So you learn it in the process of school. Yeah. So I so mean, when you went into school, you didn't know shit about cuts. Uh, no, I didn't actually. I was okay. just always intrigued by okay, by okay. The barber game. You know, it's always in the back of my head. But um, when I started barber college, I guess uh, I was still doing that landscape stuff like part time uh, while I was living with uh, the, my old boss at the time. And uh, from there, like I, I just picked. They showed us the basic stuff, and from there, I started cutting some of the workers from where I was working at. You know, with uh, doing house calls, like I said, those bar stool kitchen haircuts, and uh, we went from there, man. Like it was just a long process, you know. It's hard to fit everything into one, but that's uh, crazy that uh, that uh, your boss fucking was like, "Damn, dude, you should have just told me." Like that's a lesson right there. Like yeah, a closed like, mouth don't get fed. You know what I'm saying? For real. Sometimes you just have to tell people what you want. Yeah. You know, and like what you're trying to do yeah. and not not. You yeah, never yeah. Know. yeah, you never know. The fool was like, "All right, so I'll that's help something you. that you learn too. It could happen like that. You know, with a with like a mishap. You know, some uh, something goes wrong with somebody. You guys have to get into it. Maybe sometimes it's meant to happen that way. You know, that's when you realize who the other person really is too. Because now he's. One of my great friends, man, and we I, we still keep in touch to this day. I see him every Monday, you know, oh, so yeah. that's just somebody you come across in life that it might be your blessing in disguise, you know. You don't know it until you actually speak on it or, you know, something happens that for you to show that to you, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. One of those things. So when you graduate from barber school, you get your license. So what was the process like? Did you go to like, all right, I'm gonna just going to go to a shop or how was that process of? I mean, I was just always playing it by ear, honestly, you know. I never really planned anything ahead from that, just knowing that what I, I was finally doing something that I wanted to do. So I was open to a lot of, you know, anything like that was coming my way. I'm not saying I took everything that was handed to me, yet, you know, on the first go, but I was pretty much open to a lot of ideas, so. I just kind of played it by ear. I did the barber college thing, and I was like, uh, you know, I'm going to try and start practicing doing these cuts on the side, which I was doing on the weekends. And I would make at least my gas money, you know, to drive to barber college and stuff. And, uh, I mean, from there, it just took off. Uh, The owner of the barber college happened to already have a a barber shop. That's where I used to get my haircut. That's how I learned about the barber college. But I started working with him straight out of barber college and, that was kind of like a start. So you was in a his shop? Start, yeah, much. I was in the shop okay. right when I graduated. And at the time, too, like I like I said, we're still talking still to this day. I have nothing to my name but a bucket F-150, you know, yeah. no heater. I drove that bitch for two years with no heater, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And that was part of the hustle, part of the sacrifice, you know. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. how it goes. And, uh, you know, got straight into the shop. Um, you know, I was the first Mexican dude. I guess I think that was like 20... 13 maybe and uh i remember jb he called the guys at the shop he was like uh you guys watch out because i got this cold mexican coming y'all's way you know and nobody yeah. believed him like everybody was like for real but at that time it was i had i hadn't been living here that long and it's just a like a culture shock you know chicago and then here like it's way different like back home you know there's a lot more mexicans a lot more raza too you know but i've always been open to hang out with anybody you know i don't judge anybody here i come more and it's i don't know we're like the minority over here you get what i'm saying but you know i've never saw it that way really like that you know i just i always give everybody opportunity you know become friends with them but uh like i said it was lovely man like i started there um 
I made a name for myself in a short period of time because I hadn't been cutting that long, but I was already doing pretty good for myself. Your work was pretty much talking yeah, for itself. For sure. How was a day like back then? Like break down the day when you were in the shop. It was just hard, man, because like I said, I'm the only Mexican in the shop and I'm in a like a I'm in the North Highlands, you know what I mean? Like there's people coming in there and they're just kinda looking at me like, I don't want this dude to cut my hair, you know. I was so I was chilling for like a good two weeks without really getting haircuts like that. You know, it was kinda discouraging at first, but I always you know, I always have that mentality like I'm not gonna give up. Like it's I'm like anything, it out, like it's know? like anything, you know, like Yeah. But that's one thing that that I love about myself. You know, we got to realize our traits and what we're good at. And that's one thing I love about myself. Like, I don't give up, you know. Like, you can have 100 negative things thrown my way, but I'm going to keep going like For a real. fucking bull. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. That's, hell that's yeah. how you got to think of life. That's how you got to yeah. live it. So once you get your clientele and you still working for the shop, when was, like, the transition of to, like, all right, I wanted to get my own shop? Well, from there... Um, you know, I kind of established my name and myself there. It was under a year. You after know, that, after you got the license and stuff? Yeah, like within a, within a year, I already had an apartment like right next to the shop. So I was just walking to work. But like I was able to just jump, take the risk and jump straight into it. And I didn't have no really, uh, I didn't know, you know, mishaps or I didn't fall back. Like, and that was encouraging in itself because I'm like, well, shit, you know, I can do it like. I went straight from uh, being in the in the labor industry and then jumping into my dream career now, you know, and it's happening. Like, you know, it's really happening. So from there, um, went to work at Fading Up. That's how I got put on there by some friends. Started working over there. So that was the shop that I stayed. The one that was on Twenty Third. Yeah. Okay. Originally on Twenty Third. Yeah. That um, motherfucker was booming. For and real. that's the place where yeah, I saw more opportunity and it. It was a, a another side of the industry that I wasn't uh, faced with being at JB's because over here at, J, at the last shop before that, it was more of a, you know, quiet, family, like churchy environment. Then we go to Fading Up and it's, it's like. It's all like. Yeah, it's turn like, all the time. It's People always have something to say, talk about, you know, sports. Cra- like, so. The energy was like. Yeah. Like, like the barbershops mm-hmm. you see in movies type shit. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. After that, after that move, uh, I mean, I lasted there four years, I want to say. Fading up. And at that point, I realized, you know, I got the best of both worlds already within the industry, and I'm ready to just kind of go out there and do my thing at the time. And it was, uh, it's hard for me to guess the years, but no, just maybe 2014. Uh, oh, yeah, I want to say like 14, 15, I started thinking to myself, you know, now I've been in. I've been in this a few years. It's time to try to make something happen. So from there, man, like I started grinding it out and I, w- I just had a vision. I had something like instilled in my head. Like, I don't know where, when I'm going to get a shop or where it's going to be, but I know that I need to start buying barber chairs right now. And I know I need to start buying uh, whatever I can envision how it's going to look like at some point. So that's what I started doing, man. I started Every bit of money, like two whole years, I stayed in. I didn't go out anywhere. Like just saving the streets, saving. I would, you wouldn't see me. You know, hell yeah. Stayed in, saved up. Like every month, I would have spare money, bought a barber chair. You know, and they're they're not cheap. I'm talking about like eight, nine hundred bucks a piece. Um, so you know, get you, you can guess how many little. months it took me to buy. I knew I needed stuff for five stations. You know, that was what I knew I needed to start off with. 
So I looked, was looking online, what do I want my stations to look like? You know, I got different ideas. Saw the ones I like, started buying them one by one. So every item in my shop that you can walk in and see today, I bought, you know, one by one. And by the time I knew it, I had all this stuff in storage, you know. I had I had so much shit already. I needed a storage building. So That's what's up, man. You know? That's kinda tight. Just yeah. like stacking that shit. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do. You know, That's some patience. They, they, yeah, they get the, you gotta have they get the shop, the area first, the location, and then they start buying the stuff. But yeah. you kind of did it in like a, all right, I don't got the location yet, but if I start with the stuff, yeah. then but you got to know like your there, basic. You got to know your basic, like in any industry, you got to know your basic tools and equipment and necessities, uh, necessities that you need. So let's say if I'm going to be a tile worker, I know I got to start buying my fucking tools tile and, cutter and yeah. my damn you know water saw or whatever it is like before you even think of doing anything else you know it's because you got to put your your mate what is that your major investment yeah you, know, you got to go shoot for it and knock it out you know knock out the big target first and then everything else comes okay comes so once it. you get the storage you get you got all the chairs and stuff there what's what's the next move man it's kind of funny because so at the time at, at that same time when all that shit was going on and it was said and done i'm like i'm ready to I'm close to making a move, so I talked to my boy Scissorhands, and I let him know, like, hey, I'm close to making a move, you know. <clears throat> he didn't know how fast it was going to be, though, but coincidentally, it was around the same time they were going to move to the new spot on uh, May and 50th, where they're at now, the original shop. Uh, and by, by this time, I had already been, you know, after work, been driving around, looking at I knew I wanted my shop to be close to, like, the Midtown area. So that's where I drove around every day, like, for months straight, you Just know. I drove for that right, right location. So I know that area, like, the back of my hand, you know, because I did a lot of, like, searching, you know. But coincidentally, I had talked to a dude about a building before. The deal didn't go through. And he had my, um, he had my contact. I have some right. You got one right there, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. He had my contact, and uh, so when Scissors gives us the news that we're gonna move to the new building, like it was almost at the same time, I got a call from that dude. He's like, "Yeah, I got this building on Broadway. Come check it out." Hmm. That was like boom, boom. So at the time, you know, I'm a, my, I have a good faith in God. You know, I got a good relationship with him, and I was like, "If this is my sign, let me know." You know, so I take off. And I go look at the building, and I mean, we we wrote the check then and there. We're like, this is what right I on want. The spot. This is what I want. So. And to this day, it's that location. That's it's okay. that location. Three years, and, la- two and a half years later. Okay, nice, nice. So, um, what's the name of the barbershop? Supreme Barbering. Supreme Barbering. How did the name come up? Man, honestly, it was just kind of like, like I said, just I'm just playing my life, uh, living it by ear, and. I came across this dude on Instagram, a real cold, like, graphic artist. But he does a lot of work for barbers now. But at the time, I'd seen him doing, like, these badass logos and stuff. And I'm like, man, I got to mess with this dude. I'm like, so I got to come up with my logo, you know? Um, and this, But this did you, before going to, like, thinking about designing the logo, did you already have the name for it? Or it was like, I'm no, just going to get the logo uh, first and see what, so, what comes out of it, you know? I mean, it was like, uh, I had got the building. I was taped up. I was working on it. And at the same time, that's where I had come up with a name. You know, I didn't have a name or nothing like that. So it just, I don't know, that name Supreme Barbering just kind of always 
rung a bell, like, just within me, th- the realm of thinking of, like, barber names, you know, like, barbershop names. That was just because not only did I want to, not only did I want to find something that said barbershop, I wanted to be, like, included in the whole industry. So, Supreme Barbershop? No. Supreme Barbering. That, yeah, so now started. it's like a stamp. We can do whatever with it. Yeah, so, I like that. You know? Yeah, I like it. It's it's pretty clean. It's pretty catchy yeah. to it. So um, you got that. You got the name and everything. So where does... So the name was the last thing you, you got? <laughs> in a way, yeah. In a way, because I was brainstorming. Like I said... Like, I think that's one of the hardest things to come up that with. Is. You want something original. And especially because the whole... build, Like when I got the building, it was kind of like a... We're, we're focused on moving to the new shop over there. And so this kind of just hits me. And then we signed the, the fucking check, like, because uh, my partner, well, my old boss, you know, I'm, like I said, he's one of my investors too, you know. But at the time, it was just like a loan that he gave me. And I paid him back every, you know, shout out to Brian, but I paid him back every bit oh, of his yeah. money. But he's the one that, that made it happen for me. He was, he was like, don't let money hold you back. You find a building that you like. Yeah, he yeah, saw he the saw vision the like I did, you know. Oh, yeah. And he wanted to help me out. He said, if you find a building that you like, just let me know. We'll sign the check right then and there. So he gave me a blank check, actually. I went and saw the dude. Like, I saw the building for like five minutes. I said, you know. That's it. I'm not going to skip my opportunity. For you know real. What I mean? And I took on to it. So oh, yeah. once that happens fast like that, like, everything just kind of rushes. You have to, you know, you got to be clutch. For real, yeah, yeah. So I came up with that name in a clutch moment, and, you know, I paid the dude for the logo, and, man, I said, freestyle it. I just want some type of script that says Supreme Barber, and I I gave him my color scheme, which is blue, silver, and white, and, man, he killed it. Nice. So that's how it happened, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. You got a name for yours, A.V., when it's time? I don't, bro. I'm I think like, it's just kind of like... I'm just kind of going with the flow. Well, with it, yeah. It'll come when it comes. That's how you do it. comes when it comes. I think that, yeah, that would be the right thing, so... Where does your name, De La Taper, comes from? So what, what? Man, that's really what, uh, that's funny because like I said, they said uh, your uh, nicknames are given to you. You know, you don't pick your own nickname. And my boy, uh, Bo, Bo Fields over there, uh, Fade Up, he gave, he used to call me Taper and De La Taper, you know, so I just kind of ran with it. That's, yeah, that's kind of Attached my like first that. name to it and ran with it. Hell yeah. That's, that's really catchy, so. Yeah, I mean, yep. you know, it's, uh, it's catchy. Yeah, it yeah. is. It it's is. Time for, it's time oh, for yeah. me to brand it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so at the shop, how many barbers do you have? Oh man, I just hired my last one. Uh, last the beginning of last week, so we're uh, six deep now, including myself. Including yourself. How me difficult uh, was that? To how was the process of finding barberings? Man, it's hard, bro. Like, for barbers, because this last barber it took me. What do you look into it when you looking like to hire a barber? Really, like I said, I'm a very like kind of spiritual person in a way. I can catch a vibe, you know. I can catch an aura. So, and I basically everybody at the shop is they've been either put on by somebody that's already working there, or we know you one way or another. You know what I mean? But this last guy, I kind of you know, it's my boy Tristan. Uh, we've been talking before through Instagram, and I just felt good about him. He's a good kid, you know. So that's kind of how I judge it, like. I'll, I'll ask certain questions or, you know, do little things to see how they respond to it. And, yeah. you know, that's how I kind of catch a vibe from somebody. Okay. So, I mean, it's not nothing too strategic, you know, but if I catch the right vibe of somebody, I'll give somebody an opportunity. You yeah. know, I'm like I said, I'm open to meeting new people. Like I said, I'll have love for you until the day you fuck me over, you know, yeah, and it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. 
that's how it's supposed to be. So, um, how do they see you? Do they like like you know working there? Do they like the vibes? Yeah, man. Like shit, everybody there's like family, you know. Yeah. Like everybody has their own thing going on, their own world. But when you come to the shop, I always tell them like leave that fucking attitude at home or whatever you got going on at home. Leave that shit at home. You don't come over here and too. take it out on me, you know. It helps to even like put signs. Yeah. No negativity allowed. Yeah, because like that. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Because we all have our bad days and shit. But yeah, for sure, it just really depends on how you know, like how you deal with it. You know, so it's yeah. like if you wake up and you put your clock, like your alarm, you snooze it, you snooze it, you snooze it. You're gonna be the whole day just on some like for slow real. shit. Like that's kind of the shit, way man. the way you wake up. That kind of dictates your day. It's yeah. kind of crazy. So for um, reals, bro. Yeah. I wake up and I don't do my bed and my whole day is sloppy as fuck. Yeah. I'm like just Yes. It, it is, bro. It's crazy. So organization. Yes. So yeah, man. Like, that's pretty you gotta awesome, leave that man. shit at home. You gotta leave that extra shit at home. Come to work, be positive and don't take it out on nobody else. Like, you know, we're on a different vibe. Okay. And how are you uh how do you handle that? Whenever you gotta talk to to, to, to barbers and check like not check them but you know, let them know the how do you handle that? I mean, it's like anything else. You shit. You. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's two grown men. You can always be like, you know what? Let me go. Let's go talk outside real quick. You know, and that's it. And if it has to go any further from that, then you know that person doesn't need to be there. That's just what it is. And we never had altercations like that to where, uh, you know, it's it gets to where we put hands on each other. No, because I mean, we like I said, we don't have that vibe. Like. It, it, Every barber that I, that's in there, it took me about a year to get. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not like I'm looking at this shit, like, for the money. You know, I'm coming out of pocket, like, the last couple of years. But it's not coming out of pocket because it's an investment into that what comes. I see is yeah. coming, you know? It's coming back, yeah. And I just want the right people in my spot to where if I got to go or run off one day or I don't have to be there. Like, I'm at the point where I don't have to be in my shop. They take care of everything. Yeah, I don't need to have a camera, but I have one just for security reasons. You know what I mean? But. I'm not fucking looking in on spying on them, you know. I'm not worried about it. For real, we each, we 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 use our tools, shit, you know. Like we put it back, you know. Yeah. You don't ever come to the shop and your shit is missing, you know. If it is, then somebody took it. <laughs> okay, so what's what has been like the one of the most stressful things to deal with when having a barber shop and having you know your your own barbers and stuff like that? Man, it's just uh, the. The difference in everybody's characters, man. Like, you got to deal with everybody individually. You know, that's hard. Like, sometimes you got to take a person for who they are, you know, and not take shit the wrong way sometimes. And that's just something you got to learn. And, I mean, like me, you know, like, I can have a bad temper, but I know how to, you know, um, I know how to act and I know how to hold myself to stuff. But yeah. that's just the hardest thing is dealing with everybody individually and different characteristics and people i mean you know some some get angrier than others and you just got to kind of know everybody individually and just you know how to deal with them but that's the hardest thing is just kind of getting everybody to have the same thought about something you know be on the same boat agree i guess agree on certain things but and you're on top of everything because um i used to go to this barber shop and the owner was just didn't care about shit. It's it's really crazy. And like all the barbers left his shop because yeah. like, for example, some lights needed to be changed and the barbers would tell him, hey, we need some lights because, yeah. you know, even though we have our own lights that we bring. Was he a barber or he was just the owner? He was a barber. He was, he was a, a barber, barber too? Yeah, he would cut up too. He good lost, at location too, good space. Lost the, lost the passion. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, take care of your like, of your uh, environment, man. And like yeah. everybody just left because he wouldn't listen. Like the thermostat was always off. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
but you got to stay on top of shit though that's that's the part of it. like i always say like as a shop owner as a leader and stuff i've seen and that's just because i've seen that being in different shops and different places like whatever that owner or that person that's running that place whatever their uh their attitude is like or however they see life that shit kind of like spreads into the workspace you know that kind of like dictates what kind of people you're gonna have coming into your spot uh, what kind of vibe is in there you know if the person's a, a nice you know i think person yeah. to get along you know yeah it kind of rub that rubs that off into the atmosphere of what you got going on i think on. what makes it what makes the job shitty is like the one of the things that has to do is like the manager and the boss like if they are fucking always screaming and yeah. wanting everything perfect and shit you're gonna eventually hate that job and like when it's time for you to go the extra mile for them, you're gonna be like, fuck them. Like they don't do shit for me. You know, like yeah. they're always doing dumb shit. So like you said, you can just if you have to go somewhere, you gotta leave on vacation, you know your shop is gonna be in good hands. Yeah, and they know the what to you do. You know, it's like I they said, return that favor. Yeah. I mean it's just about the vibe in there, really, you know. It's the vibes of the place. Like like I said, if you're a shitty person, like even if you try to put up a facade or whatever, you know. If you if you're deep down you you're shitty and you're a piece of shit, like that shit's gonna eventually rub off into into what you got going on it just comes out there's no way of holding that back yeah eventually yeah, yeah. it does yeah all right so that truck that you have outside what is it about man oh it's coming it's uh what is it well right it's now not, it's, it's not it's not a, out yet or what <laughs> well right now it's just the mobile storage van <laughs> okay okay but, but what's the idea behind it oh well the idea behind it you know, rolling bill rolling rolling billboard oh, shit, wait, 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 we got technical difficulties hey tighten that up bro let's see um you got, let me see. Yeah, need a repositioning. I think I've just been moving it too much. Wait, wait, wait. Loosen, loosen a little bit, then uh, yeah, position a little bit better. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's get let's get back to it. Uh, technical difficulties, but that that ain't stopping us. Uh, where were we? Like, uh, we were talking about the truck, right? Yeah. So right now it's just a mobile storage van, but. The idea behind it is I want to do a mobile uh, barbering service. Just another service we can provide aside from you coming to the shop and getting a haircut. You know, now, but of course, it's going to be at a premium price, but we're pulling up to you. For right. It, it costs to thing. be the motherfucking boss. With the full thing. We're pulling I up with the full thing, I think that is genius, though. man. And, and <laughs> you already having that already in mind, that's going to be something yeah. crazy. That's going to be like Uber for barbershops. Like, yeah. You don't want to go to the shop. We'll come to you. That's genius. That's like innovation. Yeah, for sure. And I, I've seen those like in the UK. They're doing that. Yeah. It's pretty tight. Yeah, I think I actually know what you're talking about. I've seen like a little. Yeah. Thing so on. like yeah. just the idea behind it, that's going to be tight, man. Yeah, I hope. That, but it's going to work, you know, because like I said, everything I do, I put my mind to it and it's going to work. But it's coming, man. It's coming very soon. But right now it's just in the process, you know. I need I need to watch the thing actually, but like, yeah, it's coming. And you drive that you drive it everywhere, huh? Every like that's day. your. I mean, that's why I put the shop info on it right now, like just some basic. But I think that's good as advertising, like just yeah. Everywhere I go, you know, like yeah, yeah. So that's my way. Everybody is like, why are you driving that party bus around on this? Ain't no so, <laughs> so hey, you you you're doing good, man. You booming, yeah. you booming, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. So like, are you planning on like opening any shops in the future? Oh yeah, but th- see, that's the thing. That's where I'm looking up already far, like like light years ahead like so the whole idea behind it i don't want to give away too much but it's just having multiple shops and maybe a van at each shop readily available you know because each shop will be of course will be in a different side of town so 
if we can have a van readily available at every shop, you know, it, it'll cover that diameter, that distance, yeah. or whatever it is. And that would so. be like pretty much through an app, and like, oh, let's say, yeah, one I of mean, your barbers- eventually, you know, we can get it there. But we're like the way we we run our things, we like dealing with our clients on a personal level. Like we we're still the old school type. You can hit us up. We got a scheduling app, but. We still want you to call us and text us and hit yeah. us up for Eric. Oh, yeah. You know? it's a, it's, I think that would be tight. In the future, I mean, because yeah. you you got to test it out first and you'd be like, mate, let's see if we can make an app or, you know, I don't know how that shit works. How, but how booked no, for are sure. you? Huh? How booked are you? Somebody wants oh, to get right a haircut? Now, I've, I've been like a week and a half in advance or so. But yeah. and that's only because I don't want to work any more hours. You know, I'm trying to dedicate some time. To like you trying to keep a steady schedule yeah. from like certain time to certain time. Yeah, because I'm trying to spend some time with my little two year old. Like I said, so you got a kid? I'm cutting back a little. Yeah, I have a little two year old, Sebastian. Okay, so nice, nice. Trying to cut back oh, a little I bet, bit. I bet he's looking <laughs> fresh than a motherfucker. Oh, huh? he stays fresh. Stay than fresh, shit. huh? <laughs> I used to. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I think now is an era. What do you think would would change? Because back in the day, I would get a shitty ass haircut. What What, what do you think now compared to now? Technology. Which technology? Or maybe was it like? I think, people are, just, just, I, I think people are just getting more creative, man. Because yeah, to, I mean everything's evolving. When, like, you, when you was a kid, were you getting like tight ass cuts? I don't. I mean, I was getting nice cuts, nice, you know, like you nice. I was getting military cuts, bro. Like, yeah, hey. I, mean, I don't I think the, the technology top. was there for like. Were you getting dope cuts when you were a kid? Uh, I'm, yeah. Well, I mean, Chicago, the barber culture is big. That's like the mecca of barbering, actually. That's, yeah. That's where the first barber college was oh, uh, established, but. I feel like it's technology has changed everything. Like the tools and everything they make now is like fucking top notch, bro. Like now you can do so much shit because of the technology shit that's available to you. You know, back then, I mean, we had clippers and stuff, but now we got cordless shit. We got shavers that get super close. Like it's ridiculous. And then you have a lot of uh, tutorials too. Like back in the day, people didn't really have all that. So now you can have a little fucking 14 year old back on technology right there because it's apps and now you have fucking social media that has nothing to do so he's just looking at barbering videos and then he's like fuck it i'm gonna try it on my homies and then that's how you get good though that's how you keep that yeah i don't remember having the damn what's it called the 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 thing the shaving thing that it doesn't cut i forgot the name of that that doesn't like that it doesn't cut your hair but it cuts the clothes like the little shavers yeah the shaver yeah 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 i didn't yeah i didn't have that when i was a kid like the barber so what I'm saying. it's, it's crazy yeah it's crazy but that's that's cool man like that you have a set schedule and like business yeah. is booming already as it is so like why put in the overtime when you can spend you know that time on doing yeah. other stuff like you know i mean i put it i put overtime in on the back end you know right work most of the week but you know it's worth it because like i said uh, having a business one of my friends always told me is like having a business like having an, a child you know you have to nurture it because that's what's giving back that's how you're making your living so you have to put that before a lot of stuff oh yeah if that's how you make it if that's how you put food on the table you know for real for real what would you say is the number one uh key to to your success man it's just uh, honestly it's passion bro like not losing it because if you lose passion you lose a lot so that's the key you know keep that fire lit keep that fire up under your ass somehow I mean, I can tell you're a smart man with your money. So, are you the person that spends it on dumb shit or what? Man, I used to. Don't get me wrong, but I think we all did it at one yeah. point. You know, I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not perfect. Shit, I still like to kick it sometimes. Yeah, you know? just kind of have. But you fuck know. it, you know. Sometimes, if you got to spend a couple, you know, a couple hundred to turn up, you know, some, you wouldn't do it other times. But you know, some, you know, and that's just an example. You know what I mean? But 
man just live it you know you're constantly looking yeah to just it. live yeah. it as long as you have a good mindset and you're a good person at heart i feel like good shit's always gonna happen you know and your dreams can't come true as long as you do shit with the right intention you know you don't try to fuck people over it'll happen did you look up to anybody um in the process and it doesn't have to be barber related in specific but the did you look up to anybody as far as like motivation or man yeah to a lot of people and there's just you know people that come you come across you in life you know like my mom of course one of my motivations you know my old boss he, my, I, I always say that but he's really my friend you know he's one of my best friends and like i said a lot of people a lot of people you can i can name you probably like 100 people you know that have crossed paths with it i got mad love for it i got that appreciation for him you know so it's a lot it's too many everybody plays their role yeah, yeah. You know, your life comes together because of so many other people too you know Gotcha, gotcha. You're you're pretty open minded and shit, man. Yeah, like you gotta be sometimes, man. Like, shit, fuck it. You know, you gotta live it. You got you gotta be a little open minded. That's how. If you close minded, man, you close a lot of doors for yourself. For real, for real. And it's yeah. like a saying that, that that you mentioned on the podcast the other day. Yeah, man. I was telling about the blessing because you. And see, like that day we were kicking it. We were uh, uh, we were at Blue Gar- uh, Blue Car Garden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you told me you were like, you can't judge people off of what others have done to you because yeah. you I can block one, some blessings. One bad experience doesn't, doesn't change like all that for everybody else. You know, you got to give somebody else a chance just because he The other guy over. fucked you over. Doesn't and, mean, just let, and somebody's I'm, I'm not saying this is the case, but if he fucks me over, I'm not going to block myself from giving you opportunity and you're his friend. You know what I mean? Like, it's not because you could have some shit that I come across, you know, we, come, we cross paths for a reason. You can put me onto some shit that I didn't know, you know? And I'm gonna block that just cause you know I don't fuck with him. Like that's just an example. Yeah. You know, and I I don't I don't know. I've just never been that type of person. I give everybody a chance. Like I said, till you fuck me over, then we done. You know, we don't yeah. have to mess with each other after that. Yeah, I think that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Cause I like that. I like that shit, man. Unity, like I always mention, and I'm gonna keep mentioning to this day. But it's all about that unity and like just giving everybody a chance. Yeah, that's what it sure. is. It's not hard, man. It's not hard to give up. You know. It's not hard to give a fuck about somebody else other than yourself sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's the key. How, how do you handle L's, man? That's the question I'm Man. And I, we were just talking about this the other day with a friend, but I'm like, man, to me, L's, I never take L's. When I do, it's not a loss. It's a lesson, you know? That's how I see it. You know? Hell yeah. Even if it's money, whatever the case it is, you know? Even if you lose your damn car keys, you know, that's a lesson. Don't do it again. <laughs> you know? AV. That's all I'm saying, though. Don't. Because... Like I said, you just got to change your fucking mentality, man. Don't look at it as a, a loss. Like, that's going to have you down and out and shit, you know? Like, fuck. Just look at it as a lesson. Like, fuck, I won't do this shit again. That's for damn sure. That's what Keep it is, that's that, that shit hurt. Won't, won't do that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is, man. Because sometimes we get, you know, we get our moments and shit. But it's like, let it sink in for a minute. Because when I, for example, when I get pissed and shit, it's like what we were talking about the other day. We just... Like, if I'm pissed and I'm having a shitty day, I, I just need some time for myself. So yeah. the gym is one of them where I just go and fucking get a workout in and just yeah, kind of distract sure. myself for a bit while I let the anger, whatever the case is, that day just leave. You know let what I'm saying? Let go, man. So, yeah, man, shit. That's pretty dope, man. Like, How do you, um, is there anything you do to handle stress? <laughs> Yeah, you know I do. I put one in the air a little bit sometimes, you know. <laughs> Just put one in the air. I mean, you know, but we all got our vices, you know, whatever it is. But um, aside from that, man, I just kind of like, honestly, 
I bought myself a fucking uh, one of those road bicycles a little while back. And, man, that's some good-ass meditation. But sometimes I just go on a few mile rides, you know, and just kind of do my own thing. Fucking put my ear pods on and take off. That's a good stress reliever, you know, sometimes some time to yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, we all need that sometimes. You get away from people, you know. That, I mean, that's really all it takes. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm one of those I like to just brush it off and keep it going. I'm blessed to have that trait, you know, because a lot of people don't have it. <laughs> you don't take shit personal. No, yeah. man, like. You know, keep it pushing. It's not if you didn't lose your life, it's not the end. You know, fuck it. So, where do you see yourself in five years from now? Man, five years, I, I, I was wanting to retire. Maybe <laughs> no, I'm playing, but, but no, not not retire. But just five years, I want to have my money like working for me. Not, I don't want to be working for my money. You know, oh, so yeah. that's what I'm shooting for, and I'm going hard these next five, six years, or whatever it takes. You know, it may take a little longer, maybe seven. He but, knows uh, the beauty of patience. Yeah, you got, you got to have it because, you know, if, or else you're going to get some gray hairs. And I'll be goddamn if I grow some gray hairs right now, you know. For real. Not yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, patience. That's what it is, man. Yeah. Keep enjoying. Enjoy the journey. Keep doing what you're doing. That'll just yeah. come. Yeah, come gonna, there's going to be sticks and stones thrown at you along the way. But shit, just put your, put your damn hands over your head. And as long as, like, you're happy, I think that's what it's. The yeah. name of success. Ultimately. It doesn't yeah. have to be necessarily money, but if you're doing what you love, yeah. the money will come, obviously. But happiness, I think, is the, the key of it, you know? Yeah, so basically, sure. in a matter of how old are you right now? I'm about to be 30 in a, in a few months. So 20, uh, uh, 23, you got out of the barber school? Yeah. Tw- yeah, I started working at JB's at 23. Yeah, 23. And I lasted there about like eight, eight nine months. And then the rest of the time, I fading up until 2017 and then at, so at this point now it's like you've already done done so many things that you're like man now it's just you know the it's a matter of time before yeah. it that's but cool. i mean even when i was younger too i've always had that kind of attitude though like i feel like i've always had like that boss mentality you know like where i want i knew i wanted to be at one point i didn't know what it was but i knew i wanted to work for myself and do my own thing you know how did that come about like you, it was just i don't know man i think it's just a trait yeah. <laughs> sometimes i don't know I couldn't explain that to you. Like you never saw somebody that you were like, damn. Hey, well, know. yeah, I kind of looked up to who I was working for. You yeah, know, Brian, you saw. Brian, that's my boy. Uh, the one that owns the landscape company. That's kind of who I look. Because I seen the shit, you know, how he kind of, even the years I worked with him, I seen him grow like a ton. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I saw a lot of change. And, I, and he kind of introduced me in a way to that lifestyle too. Like he used to let me tag along with him, you know, go to like oh, yeah. fancy restaurants and he used to let me ride in this fucking Lambo and shit like that, you know what I mean? Lambo? So, yeah, that boy got oh, toys, you know. What I mean? But that's kind of like the shit he, he included me, you know, kind of like a homie, you know. Like you got took, to see something bigger. Yeah, he than took you. me up under his wing because I guess he saw potential in me, you know. And I'm kind of grateful for that. Like I said, it's the people you you meet along the way. Hell yeah! So, how did you meet this cat? Man, how did we meet? Him? I think I hit. I hit you up. Um, cutting or something like that? No. What was it for? We met. Well, I think I had seen you around, man, but we're supposed to do video work, I think. And we got some stuff going, but we never really. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We just had too much, I yeah, had too much I had, shit going. Yeah, because I had been hearing about him doing the, like, the videos and all that stuff. And I know I've been telling him for a while. Like hey, you The know thing that? with George was that his story was too big for me to just shoot one video for him. Yeah. So I well, always. What were y'all trying to do at the moment? I don't know. We, we didn't know. That was the thing. Like, yeah, I didn't we just know how to piece it, it together. Because I was like, I could go in there and just shoot a little video of him cutting, but 
I knew that his shit was, he had more than, than that. You know, he had a story, he had. So really, we became friends, like, and, and yes. started getting yeah, it. That's really what it was. It was around the time I had just opened the shop, too, right? Like, yeah. we, that's where we ago. did it. That's where we did it at the shop. It was, it was like two years ago. Yeah, and then like after that, I got into bar, uh, barber school. I think I did that interview, and then I got into barber school. No, 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 no. That's crazy. I was already in barber school. Something like that. Yeah, but it was crazy. I don't know. I mean, either way, we ended we up across paths just because of Danny and just the mutual people we know. Is, you know, we ended up just kicking it. Really, yeah, that's what it, it turned into. So we've had conversations for fucking hours before. Yeah. Like, like just, it's crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, shit, I had this question in my head and it just fucking vanished. I think that one of the things was that we like to um, talk. Like a lot of people don't like to problem solve, and you know. And that was one of the things that I like going over there to Supreme because I know that we're going to sit there and talk game, you know, like real shit. Like that's yeah, going like to benefit, not just gossip. and shit. Yeah, it's a yeah. positive, positive that's vibe. It seems like nobody wants to have healthy conversations anymore, man. Everybody just wants to down talk the next person. Nah, that was that. Gossip and all that bullshit. So the, with, yeah. with going over there, I knew that we were going to talk about our dreams and goals and what's coming so as, as a director i felt like i needed to do that first before i could shoot anything for him you know because it was like yeah bro, i mean yeah. it's been a process but i told i've always told him like we're you know we're, we're gonna cross paths at the right moment <coughs> we just you know play our cards and it's gonna happen when it needs to happen you know one of those things and it's been it's been cool man the the, the, the dots connect at some point for real now we out here you know doing the podcast you know what I'm saying? And then we're about to do an episode for the lifestyle, the Barber lifestyle. So Yo. that's going to be a vibe, man. I'm yeah, excited for that, for that shit. So y'all stay on the lookout for that. Um, what else I was going to say? Oh, yeah. So about um, that we're talking about bosses and shit. When did you know you like you wanted to be your own boss? I'm kind of curious. I think since I was... Uh my dad put it in my head pretty fucking young. So I've out, yeah, since I was little, he always said, like, I want you to work for yourself. Like, that was the big thing, my dad. So, yeah, I've, I've worked jobs, though, because I knew that my dad told me, you know, you got to start from the bottom. So he's like, you eventually you can be your own boss. But I worked at bronze and fucking, I mean, golds. And I built a work ethic, and that was relief when i felt like i was good enough then that's when i was like fuck it i'm gonna take the risk and just do it you know like i had seen enough i think i was like man i already know how this shit's structured out how it you know so i was like let me go and do do this shit for myself because now is the time so if you had to give anybody advice george on you know they're trying to build a barbershop or just do their own business and shit, what would be the advice you would give them? Just be ready. Be ready for the storm because that shit is hard. No, but, I mean, really, I really just tell people straight up, don't do something if you're going to do it without passion because it's not going to work. If you lose passion, you lose interest in what you're doing, you know? And that's how a lot of shops shut down because their owner or whatever, they don't, you know, they don't like what they're doing no more. They're not content or maybe they want more out of life, but, man, just keep that fire lit. Keep that fire lit, that passion, you know, and that and that goes for any industry. You keep that passion going for, you know, videography, whatever you want to do, and that makes you want to stay on top of things, you know, stay on top of the latest trends, you know. It keeps you researching, it keeps your mind fresh, keeps it going. So you know, just keep that. If, 
If you're not going to do something with passion, don't do it at all. Gotcha. AV, this is something we got to ask everybody. And uh, sometimes I might forget, so I'm just telling you this. So if you had to go back in time where you were 20, if there was something you had to change through the process, what would it be? Man. Oh. If you go back in time, like right now, you're at 29 and you go back to your 20 and you had to talk to yourself, I wish what I would you started. tell yourself? I wish I would have started cutting hair maybe before 20. So that's probably one of the things I wish I, I, wish I could have picked it up a Said little like, earlier. The hell yeah. with the landscaping, yeah. go cut. Because I, I picked up the clippers when I was 22, so I, I wish I could have happened a little earlier. But, you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. So that's just probably one of the things I would change. That's it. Tight, tight. What about you, A.V.? Let me ask you that question. Fuck, bro. That's, I don't know. 20? So let's say, yeah, five years, 20-year-old Aaron Valles. Be, be patient. Yeah, just be patient. Be patient in this at all. Don't fucking take shit personal. Be patient and don't take shit personal. That would yeah. probably be it. Because I think after that, if you don't take shit personal, then you, everything is just, uh, all right, let me, you know, let me keep going, let me keep going. Instead of dwelling on shit, I think that's so what I've done in the past. You were patient when you were younger, probably? Yeah, I wasn't patient. I, I, I want to fucking, <laughs> yeah, bro. Biker. I'll work, you know what I'm saying? I'll fucking stay up and do this shit so it can be quicker, but... Yeah, I, I would say just chill out and fucking kind of take a breather, bro. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would tell myself to. I'm 26 right now, so when I was in my 20s, to just jump on shit, like just jump on it, yeah. pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> but just jump on, like, because sometimes I would just hold back and not be 100% sure that I wanted to jump on some pause. <laughs> <laughs> To just try shit as far as, like, yeah. shit that passions me. So i definitely just be like, go for it. Go for it. I'm tired of the damn pause. Go for it. But that's what definitely I would tell myself. Now, yeah. I think I've always been pretty good about that. But, again, like, it's good and bad, you know, because, like, sometimes you just got to, like, you can't do everything. You can right. can't do everything. Every pro has his con. And I would have definitely started documenting a lot more earlier. I think uh, that would have been pretty tight just to start documenting it from an early early process process are you into that like filming and documenting Man, shit i am vlogging but, or know, some shit like, process i'm always down to learn something new but i am kind of like inclined towards the artistic side of stuff maybe like you know and that includes like anything visual you know so barbering of course i'm intrigued by that of course I, i've even asked you for tips you know on videos and stuff yeah man like i love all that shit you know graphic design i would want to do a little bit of that you know yeah. i'm down to learn stuff like that that's okay, bet. So besides like the barbering, is there anything like you like to do? Any hobby, sports, or, or? Man, I just I try to keep back, but I mean I love to play soccer. I just had got hurt, you know. But just staying active, you know. I'm I'm down to try new shit. I want to go hiking and do all that stuff too, you know. So okay, yeah, hiking. Active, I don't know man. about hiking, man. I'm afraid of heights. Man, I want to so. do all this. I want to go kayaking. I want to do all that. That sounds a little bit more yeah. on my side. Jumping off of a plane, I'd rather do that than hiking, to be honest. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't have, like, a specific, but like I said, I bought that road bike, so I've been trying to get into that a little bit and ride a little more, but... How, how many days are you, do you have off right now? Huh? How many days do you have off? Man, right now, just Sunday, and I would say Monday, but not really, because I, I go um, fucking clean the shop and do all that shit. Make sure so. it's in shape. Yeah, you just got to stay working, bro. You stay working, but really just Sunday, bro. All day Sunday today. Yeah. So yeah, you're you don't you can't waste no time. You're basically yeah, my shit's like you know out of routine. But I mean, 
it's cool, you know, it keeps me busy. I like to stay busy because the days I do take off or I'm at home, I'm like, I feel like I'm not being productive. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do Hell something. Yeah. That's how I feel too, man. Like, yeah. I bet your girl's like, sit your ass down, man. Yeah, even when I'm at home, bro, like, I just fucking stay up there for no reason. Like, like fuck. watching Netflix or some shit. Like, yeah. Pass out on my recliner and take my ass to bed, like, at 4 or 5 in the morning when I wake up and I'm cold. Like, that's, that's, that's me, man. I think that's AV too a lot because, like, we... Would you consider yourself an overthinker? Man, not really, because I've done a lot of shit just... On spot. A lot of times, I just... Sometimes, but you got got to be able to judge a little bit, you know? So you kind of, like, think about... Yeah, you got... You you have to. I mean, you can be spontaneous, but shit, give yourself, like, three, four, five seconds to react, you know? Like, but... No, there's times where I can be. I'm just like, you know what, fuck. All this shit's a risk, bro. Like, buying the van, like, I don't have a... Like, my car got totaled. That's how came to get in the van because i had that idea already so i'm like shit maybe this is my sign to so that's your everyday car right now yeah oh shit yeah i'm not playing with this shit i'm telling you like, <laughs> oh yeah oh, you yeah. just gotta do it like i got the check for my car and I, i'm like fuck should i go get a truck i've been on a truck i'm like nah maybe this is my sign to get the van because i've been that's what i've been dwelling on i've been thinking on that like i'm like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna go do it if it works out it doesn't but i mean i love driving the van it's like a little mini bus, you know. It's yeah, dope. it's comfortable as hell too. I just be, you know? I whip that thing everywhere I go. Walmart, don't matter. Walgreens, wherever I need to go. I'm going to paint tonight. Whoop. Yeah, but I'm, you know, people are seeing it. They're seeing the yeah, it's advertising. They're seeing the shop logo, the phone number, the the social. You got the media. social media, huh? Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that's kind of how uh, going back to making your money work for you. Like that's yeah. uh, one of those things where you paid the money for it, but like you're getting it's a walk yeah, yeah. Walk-in. 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 i mean yeah. shit you can, i can write off the home now for taxes so you know fuck it yeah that's tight i'm not tripping you know you're gonna get that money back somehow you know? so what would you uh, tell like a young a young dude right now that's trying to be uh get into the barbering game school uh three three little things that that, that you would tell them before going into it three things uh well of course for one you know stay passionate number two Stay humble. Number three, stay away from all the facade of the the facade side of the industry. You know, like every barber out here is it's a celebrity barber. You know, it's sponsored and all this shit. Like, man, a lot of these barbers ain't really doing what they're doing. You know, you just focus on being fucking tax paying citizen. You know, learn how to do your taxes when you jump into this game because a lot of people don't. Like, I know a lot of barbers that haven't done their taxes. You know what I mean? If you want to be able to do shit in life and progress and move forward, like. You got to understand when you go to the bank, they want to see paperwork. So you got to stay on paper, you know. And that's just one of the big things I try to stress on. Even my barber's like, you know, y'all stay on top of your game. Keep up with your taxes, your permits, all that shit. So that's important. That's really important, actually. That's a good, some good-ass advice right there. Um, is there any famous barbers you look up to? Man, um, there's a there's quite a few. And I follow a lot of them on Instagram, you know, but. This is just too many, bro. There's too many cold barbers out there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can name from like Marcus, uh, Los Cut It, fucking Nick the Boo, a bunch of them, man. Nick the Barber, Barber And then you got all those motherfuckers in like England and shit, too, that are like doing stupid ass. The barber community just keeps growing and growing. And it's positive, bro. That's what I love about it. Like, it's like, yeah, like when you go to. If you go to like gatherings, barber show love for the most part, everything is, is cool. Yeah, dude. Just like I follow too many like talented barbers. Like, man, and like I said, that's even me. I'm still doing that, you know. And I'm I'm full of clientele, but 
I gotta stay on top of my game, you know, and fucking learn what the latest trends are and how to do the latest cuts because you're always gonna have that one person. To That's what I keep telling AB, walk man. In. Don't, I was <laughs> like, I tell AB, don't be that, don't be that guy, man. Yeah. That doesn't adjust to technology, like, trends, uh, and shit. You got it. Keep up with Netflix or Hulu or none of that nah, shit. Fuck I that like, shit. No, I'm just saying, like, 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 yeah. like technology because we use technology. All this shit is technology, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit over there is technology. So you don't want to be that guy that goes into Best Buy or fucking uh, T-Mobile or whatever the case is, and and they they're helping you out and like I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking shit. about. Shit, just adapt, adapt to it, man. Adapt <laughs> yeah. to it and fucking keep evolving. You gotta and, stay with the times. Yeah. And the same with the yeah. with the barbering stuff. When new shit comes out, you adapt to it. Whatever the trend is, you adapt to that and. Keep doing it when, when, rather it's cuts or social media content, yeah. whatever the case is, just adapt to it. And so you expand grow. your knowledge. Adapt and overcome. That's what it is. That's what it that's is. That's the thing, you know. You got to gain that knowledge somehow, you know. So you got to stay on top of it. Like, you got to go cuts. out there and fucking explore, man. Like put yourself out there like that. Yeah. Really, that's how I would say I would. I met George. Is I put. I just fucking yeah. Just I put like, myself out there, and then somehow we ended up. Couple, yeah, like everybody put I mean, J. Poe. Like yeah, I, I put myself out there, and I fucking you know. He sees me multiple times, so he's like, "Oh, this fool's serious about his shit," because he's a. He's always out here, fucking in the within the mix. You know, I learned, like, I learned also the, the importance. I was a. I wasn't that like crazy about kind of like socializing and like knowing and like networking and all that crazy jazz. I wasn't too crazy about it, yeah. but the importance, the the importance, like importance of it, is it'll change major, your life, bro. man. It'll it change will, your life. It will. Just, so it's like, like he said, like when you see somebody that's getting it, and like you, like if you were inside your house all the time, you're not gonna meet. You know, if you're just within your circle, you're not gonna fucking see more than. The basic, you know what I'm saying? You got to step think, out yeah, there and meet. That's why this, that's when, like, the podcast was born. I was like, I think this is a great opportunity to kind of, like, get to see the people that are, you know, putting in for the city, that are doing sure. entrepreneur shit. And, like, you get to just, you, yeah, you get to just know and, like, network and stuff. So I think it's a win-win for everybody because, you know, it's just putting everybody out there, you know? Like, right now, people that I don't know, they're going to get a lot of information. Upcoming barbers, they're going to get a lot yeah, of information sure. from you. They're going to know. And I think it's pretty tight. I think it's pretty tight that, you know, we're so out. We're giving out here, back you know. to the culture, man. That yes, way it, it yes, evolves yes. and it gets better because that's, uh, that's one of the conversations we have all the time. I'm like, man, like the barber industry in Oklahoma is, is grown, but there's still a lot of things that it's like, like just getting licensed is kind of limited, you know, like there should, yeah. as many talented people as and that's something here, you want to fix, right? Yeah, I want to. That's yeah, one of your yeah, goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's something he's he told me he wanted to fix. He wants to. Like know. it should be, you should be able to put somebody through a program and 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 get them licensed, get them to where they know what they need to know. What to. do you don't? What don't you like right now about the system? Um, I think it's very limit limited. Like it's just limited. Like people are people are struggling to pass their tests. Like it shouldn't be like that. Like it should you should be able to go to a school and then they. Give you a curriculum and then you fucking you know like uh, saying you up for success. Yeah, right? instead of fucking taking your money and not really you need the boot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like here, here's a classroom type of thing, you know. And it's like when people go there, they they're like usually in a situation where their life is changing completely, like they've just quit a job or they've you know, so they go there to try to change their life, and then when they go and it's, the the school isn't putting passion into it. This is not cool, you know, because those people put their all into it. Like, they sacrifice that money, you know, time, everything to go to school, and it's some bullshit. Not cool. That would be pretty tight, man, if you were able to 
pull that shit off. And I think that, I, I think everybody can play their part. You know, in the barber game, like that's what the, that's what we do. You know, the George, he took Dan and me in, in the shop, and like we don't work there, and he still games us up. Like he, that's every barber needs to do that more. Is uh, just not be so selfish with their information. You know, I fuck with that. And that's what, one thing I was saying. I feel like, in, at least in the barber community, there's a lot more unity than other places. For example, like filmmaking or like videography or photography. I feel like everybody's selfish about it and other other stuff. But in the barber community, it's like more unity. Like you guys would kick it all the time over there at the shop with other barbers and shit. Yeah. And it was like, well, and, and you not, not a lot. I mean, I think it's gotten better for sure because I don't think it, uh, barbers still hate on each other and shit. They do, you know? they do, but it's just I feel like it's getting a little better. Though. It's yeah, it's getting better, but that's the thing, you know. Like I don't know if, like I said, you got to do shit for the right reasons. Like me, I'm doing it for the right reasons, you know. Like I want to pass all this shit down. Like at the end of the day, I'm not scared of somebody calling me out for a barber battle or some shit like that because I will do it, you know. Like you just got to acquire that knowledge and then pass it on, you know. I mean. That's every generation's job, whether if you look at it like a family aspect or industry aspect, like you got to learn this shit, perfect it, you know, do the best you can with it, pass it down. That's what keeps that next generation going. You know, you can't be mad at the next generation for having it easier than you. Right. Like, that's the whole fucking point. Like, right. Even like your kids, like, I'm not doing this shit so my son can work harder on himself. You're not going to hate on yourself. And that's why I don't understand when people (laughs) don't see it that way. Like, why? Why hate? Why do all this shit? Like, instead, pass the game down, you know? Like, I don't give a fuck. Somebody can outcut me, but I can still defend myself, you know? I know what I'm confident in your work. A lot of people don't see it that way. It's more, they see it more like competitive aspect, like me, 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 you know? It shouldn't be that way. Well, competitive, I I think it's more selfish if it's me, me, me. If it's, it is selfish. It's going to be competitive once in a while, but when it's like me, 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 then that's more of a selfish kind of shit. But I feel like, uh, it's like that like i said that's just one of one of the sides to that but like i said um you know that's our job make it easier on the next generation pass that shit down man you know teach the next bar like why would you want to see somebody doing bad right or chopping somebody you know i'm the type to intervene with my barbers and be like you know what bro try it this way do it like this you know and they appreciate that and then like the be- the, the more cold barbers you have the fresh yeah, you know the, the fresher everybody's gonna look like right and then like, like, everybody in oklahoma got fresh ass cuts but like like, like, a lot of guys would say like there's plenty of heads out here so like that's not even gonna be an issue but the fresher the more talented barbers get like everybody everybody gonna look fresh and i like to compliment somebody on a cut yeah you know sure. what i'm saying like shit but i think you guys got something going on man like in the future you know once av gets his shop and like you know, business is booming, and I think we, you know, you can get together and put some yeah. dope shit together, get like a little you, barber club going to some barber like that. club, yeah. barber school, and all that good shit. And you know, we gonna keep on, man. Yes, sir. On. Well, right now we're gonna go shoot for the barber lifestyle, so that's really my contribution to the to the game. Like, be able to share knowledge on that channel that is for free. You know, people. Yes tell people exactly what to do like this is what you need to do to get your license this is what you do that way there's no excuses it's no filter it's just how it is so we're gonna wrap this up we're beating we've been here for an hour and four minutes jorge would you like to add something else man not really i feel like we covered a lot but you know just once stay. again brother thank you for taking the time 
to stop Appreciate by. You. Aaron, would you like to add something else? Thanks for coming, bro, and oh, sharing, sharing the jewels, man. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks. So 